0: Welcome to the Give Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Jamie Edwards. He's a father, husband, founder, on a mission to fix healthcare, a hymns digital influencer and a change maker. Jamie, thanks so much for changing my life. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher, I'm hoping you're going to change mine. Happy to be here. So what is this Hims digital influencer? What is that about? Yeah, so HIMSS is
1: the largest healthcare innovation conference in the country, and uh, this is the first year they ran uh, the Change Maker program, and so I was selected to the inaugural class. And it's a group of people who are, you know, on a mission to fix healthcare. And um, the conference typically is 40 plus thousand people, um, and we were gearing up to have it in Orlando um, last month. And uh, ended up having, you know, given the COVID crisis, ended up having to call it off. But, uh, you know, we're, we're all still trying to deliver all the good messaging and, and help uh, guide people through these massive changes that are happening uh, with, with the new normal that COVID is presenting us in healthcare.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm always curious because it's, it's, it's always interesting when you meet people that are in the field, right? So for instance, with uh, Warren Buffett, Jamie Dimon, and Jeff Bezos, three of some of the most prominent executives in the, in the world. They have a million employees amongst the three companies and they're doing their own healthcare venture. So what do you think about that from your perspective as an expert in that field? What yeah, you know, I'm
1: pretty, I'm pretty fascinated by it because healthcare is an industry that needs to go through some pretty massive change. And when they formed Haven, which is what they call that initiative, um, I think people were pretty excited to see what it could do. And they selected, you know, Atul Gawande as the guy who was going to run it. And, um, you know, he's just a, a luminary in healthcare, known as one of healthcare's biggest thinkers. Uh, but there was uh, just an article the other day that they haven't accomplished everything that they wanted to accomplish just yet. And so, we're still interested to see how it all turns out and how it can be more than just, you know, a group pur- purchasing organization for employee benefits, but actually be an organization that creates some change and some positive change at that.
0: But, but in terms of like the vision of it, what, like, what, what was their So, first of all, when did they start that, and what was their, you know, vision that they wanted to create with this company? Yeah, you know,
1: I want to say it started a year, year and a half ago, um, and the basic vision was that they were going to be pooling all of these employees together, at least in its first iteration, to try and change, you know, how employers think about healthcare, and to maybe group them together so they could have a larger impact on the healthcare markets. They could, you know, group purchase insurance. They could, you know, have the scale to roll out new types of employee benefit programs. So. That I believe was the initial vision of it, but given the talents of those three organizations, I think people were looking forward to and still are to how innovative they could potentially be on a much broader scale and helping maybe change the care delivery model. You know, would they be, Early in rolling out telemedicine to every single one of their employees, as an example, you know those types of things. And uh, I can't say that we've seen that as of yet. Uh, no one's really been able to kind of get a look in under the hood at what uh, mm-hmm. Haven is doing. I would still tell you they're pretty stealth relative to other healthcare organizations out there. So we're looking forward to seeing what type of progress they've made.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Again, all three of those individuals, I met two out of the three. So I'm always inspired by people at that level and that that brilliance. So. Let's talk about your company, Cloudbreak Health. Talk to, talk to us about that and, and what, what do you hope to do with that or doing yeah, with so that. Cloudbreak is a company that we say is on a mission to
1: humanize healthcare. And for us, uh, that means, you know, basically patients not being treated like a statistic, but as a person. And the same being said for the doctors who are treating them. And our goal has always been to restore the joy of calling back to healthcare for those providers so that they will then de facto take better care of their patients. And the company got started in the language services industry, bringing a language interpreter to the point of care for limited English proficient and deaf and hard of hearing patients. Um, over time, we've grown the platform to over 1,200 hospitals across the country, doing over 85,000 encounters a month on 10,000 plus video endpoints, and we said, well, we solved this one healthcare disparity, which is leveling the playing field for LEP and deaf patients, but is there something more that we could be doing, and are there other disparities to solve, and we discovered that a lot of the hospitals that we served, you know, had issues in terms of physician shortages and nursing shortages, and so we set out to attack some of those issues, so we launched telestroke and telepsychiatry um, on the platform, um, and recently we launched telequarantine, which was our effort to help stem M. Um, you know, uh, the use of PPE in hospitals and to help uh, mitigate the risk of infection for frontline healthcare workers. And that uh, that product was very well received. We actually put it together in just a few weeks, innovating on the fly when COVID hit. And basically they can roll one of our devices into the room. So the doctor doesn't need to go into the room and the doctor can communicate from the patient, you know, to the patient outside the room, instead of being in there and having to gown up and throw on a visor and throw on a mask and do all of those different types of things. So we uh, felt like, you know, we, 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 we rose
0: to the challenge in terms of launching a product like that. That's awesome. And where do you see this going relative to more of like a, a mainstream thing where everyone can like, so I, there's a, there's an organization called the, the XPRIZE Foundation. Yeah. It actually based quite close to you where they wanted to create the little um, Qualcomm phone where it's like almost like. The tricorder. The, the tricorder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what do you think about that? And, and where are we at with that? The possibility of just coughing on a phone or having a lot of stuff that we can see through this phone.
1: We are getting there. Um, we're a lot closer to that than I think we ever have been in the past. We're actually uh, a partner in the XPRIZE Pandemic Alliance, uh, which is an alliance that XPRIZE is thrown together to you know, help develop rapidly solutions to, uh, you know, to help flatten the curve. And um, you know, the tricorder type of technology, I mean, there are phones out there right now um, and AI tools that can listen to your breath sounds. And by tracking those breath sounds over time, determine whether or not, you know, you're at risk for COVID. Um, you know, there are those types of things that are, you
0: How know, accurate that are possible.
1: accurate is um, right now, it's it, they're getting to the point where it's pretty accurate, like over 90% accurate. Wow. So, yeah. So, I think there's a lot of advancements that are being made there. And I think the biggest ones are really around, you know, remote patient monitoring. So, having pulse oximeters, blood pressure cuffs, uh, remote temperature, and having all of that beamed somewhere where it can be
0: monitored in real time and based so on let, a multitude let, 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 of factors. Let's break that yep. down, okay? <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. an expert, right? So, just those three things, just literally, simply, what, what were those? Because I was like, I got excited. so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of so like walk through one or two of those things so our listeners can really, you know, I don't want you to gloss over. You just you literally showed us like three flammeon dishes, and I'm like, whoa, I want <laughs> to. Like, no,
1: you took it away from me. So one's, one's you got go. bernaise sauce, one's got hollandaise sauce, <laughs> and one is a demi gloss reduction, attention. right? Yeah, come
0: on now, you know. Okay, yeah. so just share one dish for us, please, so we can sink our teeth into, please. Yeah, well, so right now one of the big issues,
1: especially in this crisis, is there are a lot of people who are asymptomatic or can't sense their symptoms right now um, until it, you know, they've already infected a, a number of other folks. You know, specifically on COVID, that's just the path of, the, uh, unfortunately, the disease is that 75% of the days that you have, you know, COVID, uh, you're asymptomatic. So people have really been working hard to figure out how to solve that problem, and so. If you take a look at someone's vital signs, and those include heart rate, blood pressure, um, you know, how, how well your blood oxygenates, Know your pulse ox, those no, types again, of things. So those,
0: so those things you can actually do you check on your phone or telemedicine?
1: Or so anything? now there are tools that you can have in your home that'll check those remotely and via Bluetooth, upload that data to your phone. And then that data can then be uploaded to the cloud and people can analyze it. And um, if you're, you know, a hospital is monitoring that, they can reach out to you and say, oh, we've noticed your temperature has gone up by two degrees in the last three days. We'd wow. like you to come in. Um, you know, those types of things are now entirely possible using the technology. Not widespread usage like we'd like, but entirely possible. It's
0: there, Yeah, it's real. That's well, awesome. Um, Jamie, what do you look most forward to in, in the healthcare? Again, if you, if you look forward, like, let's say in the speaking world, I, I had a, an agent of mine, uh, last September, I was supposed to fly to Beijing. And when, when they told them, told them about the, the hologram, you can actually get a hologram. So say, Oh, we don't want you to fly there. we are actually just have a hologram of you. So they're like, you know, what's your hologram rate, Christopher. So like in the speaking world, that's where it's going, you know? So for you in the healthcare world, What excites you relative to what you see going on right now?
1: I have to tell you Christopher, I'm really excited about the rapid pace of change and innovation that's happening in healthcare right now. Healthcare is typically a very status quo type of field, very risk averse because lives are on the line. And so people normally, don't want to stick their heads out uh, you know, in front of the chopping block and innovate and take risks and do those types of things. But I'll tell you that COVID has changed a lot of that because people were looking for solutions in a very shortened time frame. And as a result, we've seen a lot of innovation. And if you take a look at what's happening. Like no one's really going to hospitals right now or ERs. Um, Yes, there are certain parts of the country where an ER might be overwhelmed, like in New York City, but throughout the rest of the country, most of the hospitals aren't busy. There have been no elective surgeries. And so hospital volumes are down 30 or 40%. And right now people are expecting those maybe never to come back to where they were pre-COVID levels because people have built muscle memory around telemedicine. And so- super excited about the fact that now care can be delivered on a patient's terms where the patient is by a provider who might not even be in the hospital. And it just creates all this flexibility and the ability to like bring the highest quality solution to the point of care when it's needed. That to me is really exciting.
0: Yeah. And at a most affordable price, again, if we want to go to a doctor, and spend tens of thousands of dollars or even hundreds of dollars, you know, so that's, that's awesome. Jamie, thanks so much for being on our show today. How can our guests stay in touch with you? Uh, they can get in touch with me
1: by uh, taking a look at the cloudbreak.us website, uh, or you know, I really engage with people most on social media, so they can take a look and get in touch with me via LinkedIn or at Jamie Edwards, which is my Twitter uh, call sign.
0: Thank you so much, Jamie. Have a great day. Thank you very much. Appreciate the opportunity to be on, Christopher. You have a great one, too.